0: From Insurance Business, here's your weekly global news roundup for May 22nd to 26th, 2023. I'm Steve Randall. Total global insurance premium income amounted to nearly 5.6 trillion euros. That's around 6.05 trillion US dollars last year, according to a new report by Allianz Trade. Life remained the largest insurance segment at 2.6 trillion euros, followed by property casualty at 1.8 trillion and health at 1.1 trillion. The premium pool grew by 4.9% or 259 billion euros amid a global inflation rate of 8 percent. The three segments fared quite differently when it came to growth while PNC grew at a robust 8.7%, health grew by a more modest 4.9 percent. the life insurance market grew only 2.4 percent as households felt the squeeze of inflation on their incomes. The rise in P&C premiums was driven by all regions of the world. However, more than half of last year's global increase came from North America alone. With premium income of 860 billion euros, North America remains the largest market in the world by a significant margin, Allianz Trade said. Navigating the inflationary environment will be the industry's biggest economic challenge over the coming years, Allianz Trade reported. Still, premiums are predicted to increase by 5.2% per annum over the next decade, adding more than $4 trillion to the global premium pool. Gains in human life expectancy have slowed over the last decade, but the next wave of improvements is around the corner, according to a new report from Swiss Re. Advances in cancer diagnosis and treatment are the most likely areas to improve global life expectancy, according to the report. Future improvements in human longevity will need to be supported by addressing health issues more common to the elderly, such as Alzheimer's disease, along with lifestyle factors and access to health care, the firm said. Japan and Switzerland have some of the highest life expectancies at birth among advanced economies, with each averaging around 84 years. This is up from the country's life expectancies of around 70 years in 1960 and is primarily due to improved cardiovascular health. Higher life expectancies in Japan and Switzerland are also supported by lifestyle factors and access to well-funded healthcare systems. China's insurance sector has posted a stable growth for the first quarter of 2023 as it reached more than 4 trillion The official data, which comes from the country's National Financial Regulatory Administration, also revealed that the Q1 figures are up from the beginning of the year by 4.5%. According to a report from China Daily, the sector's income from premiums grew by 9.2% on a year-over-year basis to $270.45 billion. Compensations and payouts, on the other hand, reached $70.16 billion during the same period, representing a 9.3% uptick year-over-year. Global broker WTW has announced the launch of a financial product targeting clients looking to protect their intangible assets. The firm said its new intangible asset protection product is the first of its kind and fills a coverage gap in the market. The broker is partnering with Tokyo Marine Kiln on the product. An intangible asset is one that is not physical but can hold significant value and which can be created, transferred, bought or sold. Examples include intellectual property rights, formulas, processes, research and development testing, computer programming code and more. WTW's IAP coverage closed a coverage gap in cyber property business interruption and traditional intellectual property insurance, the company said. Insurance Business TV has been talking to Francis G. Johnson, CEO of Johnson & Johnson Insurance, named among this year's five-star wholesale brokerages and MGAs. He's been discussing the industry's biggest challenges and opportunities.
1: I think there are going to be some new types of insurance coming out with ai coming in so strong cyber obviously is a big opportunity the cannabis another opportunity to be i think they're you know just new uh, opportunities in the marketplace where we can be creative and entrepreneurial uh, to put our stamp on it distribute differently I also think finding capacity. Uh, I think we're going to have to come up with new ways of finding capacity. How do we handle NATCAT? How do we handle catastrophes? How do we handle climate change in a sense that it's coming about? Uh, so I think that creates for us, you know, new opportunities. I think technology is, you know, I, I think in sure tech in, in my world, I would say the number one thing we can do is, is disrupt the change. So how do we inside of the chain make it easier to do business with us, especially on SME, small micro business? How do we make the chain easier, not full stack, but just in the distribution space? How do we make it easier to do
0: business with us? You can hear more of that conversation on Insurance Business's US website. Six UK-based businesses have been selected to take part in the InsureTech Corridor US-UK collaboration. The initiative aims to enable insurance industry trade links and drive innovation between the UK and the US insurance industry hub of Connecticut. Since its launch last year, InsureTech Corridor has allowed more than a dozen UK insurtechs to prepare for entry into the US market, test their proofs of concept and products, and make connections in the US insurance network. Last month, the programme opened to US insurtechs wishing to investigate the UK insurance sector. New research commissioned by a specialist insurer, Ecclesiastical, revealed that 22% of crimes experienced by high-net-worth clients – during the past year happened at their second or holiday home. As the world at large faces unprecedented levels of inflation and the cost of living crisis, HNW individuals and their second homes are prime targets for criminals as these domiciles remain unoccupied for months at a time. As a response to these threats, the survey also revealed that around a quarter of HNW clients have increased occupancy and or visits to their second homes during the past 12 months. And actuaries from across the globe will gather in Sydney to discuss some of the major global Issues at the 32nd International Congress of Actuaries. The event will be held in Australia for the first time in nearly 40 years. Over 1,500 actuaries from 50 countries are expected to join the event at the International Convention Centre between May 28th and June 1st. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by insurance business this week. For more, visit our website insurancebusinessmag.com.